this is what we do. We bring the Super Bowl winners in here every year in February. It's a parade of Super Bowl winners. We've done it every year since we started. 30 years in a row. Nope, sorry, this is the first year. After 30 years. I knew it was something. Uh, Jake Gervas, uh, Assumption High School standout, Iowa Hawkeye standout, and now Super Bowl champ with the L.A. Raiders. I sure appreciate you. Rams. L.A. With the Raiders, jeez. Just like to make sure you're on your, just keep you on your toes. I did that on purpose. This is what we do. Now hey. that you've won a Super Bowl, this is where we screw the interview up. I interviewed Dave Mustaine, and I introduced him as Dave Mustaine from Metallica. That was the first thing I said. <laughs> so tough. I do it all the time. It's a tough start. He turned into a real jerk, so let's see how this goes. Um. Anyway... <laughs> Thank you for coming in, man. What uh, an incredible experience. Um, it was so funny when we talked to your mom, all of the practices that she took you to, whether it's baseball or football or whatever, did you ever envision your kid playing in the Super Bowl? And without missing a beat, she goes, no, Mm-mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they did say that you were a focused, driven, intense kid from the get-go. So did you ever imagine or, or picture yourself Playing in the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, it's tough. It's something you dream about. It's something you always, you know, hope for growing up. But, you know, being uh, under-recruited out of high school, walk on at Iowa, it, it, I don't want to say I didn't think about it, but it, it's definitely pretty surreal to, you know, get sure. a play in the Super Bowl and go win one. And, and I suppose that's something that you carry on regardless of your talent as a kid. When you first start playing Sandlot football, um you think about the Super Bowl as you become under recruited, as you become walk on. The dream of Super Bowl starts to fade a little bit. It's got to. 100%. You know, there's a lot of doubt and tough times, and, you know, it's so hard to, you know, play Division One football and then so hard to make in the NFL and go from a practice squad to an active roster. There's a lot of boxes you have to check to be able to get to, you know, being on a good team that's got a chance to win a Super Bowl. And uh, it, like you said, that, that dream, it's still there, but it's like maybe I'll reach this, maybe I won't. Who really knows? It, it takes a lot of luck, right place, right time. Yeah. Things working out. So um, when we talked to you before the Super Bowl, and I thought about it, I'm like, oh, man, we didn't go through, like, the media request i didn't know i didn't want to get you in any trouble but you told us that you're looking forward to oh man if we win there's going to be after party eminem i'm looking forward to seeing so let's take it from the end of the game what happens you know because you've played in big games before the crowd is about the same size as kinnick when it comes right down to it what's on the line is certainly a lot different Yep. How do you, did it feel different for you? It had to have. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, you know, the pinnacle of what you're trying to accomplish in the NFL is win a Super Bowl, win a world championship. And uh, as the clock ticked down, you know, you're celebrating with your teammates. It's kind of all a blur. Um, every player got two post-game passes. So two of your family members got to come come down onto the field. That, that The NFL restricted that to two because of COVID, which kind of sucked. But Haley and my dad were the yep. two I... I chose. I would have loved to have Sheila. Um, I had to nip her. She's, she's got still no faith mom, in you. She's young got no man. No faith in your ability to make a Super Bowl. Yeah, she, if she would have had a little more faith, but no. She, uh, <laughs> Too bad. It, it, it was tough because I would have liked to have more people, but having Haley, my dad, down there was pretty special. And, and then the the trophy ceremony and the, the confetti coming down. It was awesome. Now Haley, uh, Jake's wife, is in the studio with us. Thanks. Thank Ooh-hoo. you for coming in. Of course. What, Thanks for having me. What's it like for you? Because. 
I saw some of your pictures on Facebook. You were with it looked like a group of other players' wives. Is that how they had you yeah. together? And how does that work? Oh no 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 no. Cooper Cup. His wife goes over here. You're you're <laughs> over here. Is it political or no 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 no? It wasn't. No, that was just my group of friends that I had kind of made while we were out there. But it just kind of depended on where you bought your seats. Honestly. Ah uh, okay. And you all got your little buttons on right uh-huh. there. Did, oh, yeah. did people know? Oh my gosh, there's one of the players' wives. I think. No, nobody recognized me, I assume, but you know, when we all get together to take a picture, I figured maybe they would know, but no, nobody recognizes me. So, though, if I wanted to, after the game, I could sneak into the photo of the players' wives because I could just be one of the lesser-known players' yeah, wives. Yeah, you got the yes. long, pretty hair. You can fit right Her hair is better than yours. Wow, one of the players has a really ugly, looks like lesbian wife. Which is cool. Which is cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. You gotta be yourself. This is California. You do whatever you want. You right it's in, totally brother. Fun. So, Haley, the clock, what, did, did somebody come, okay, wives, let's go, or how did you know to go down on the field, or did you just go crazy? It was actually a mess, honestly. Steve and I were, like, running around the stadium trying to find where it was that when, that you right. go down um, and n- nobody really was there to help us so we were really sprinting and we waited to the last minute because the game you know came down to the wire so right. we kind of waited to the last minute and we we just had missed Justin Bieber too he had walked by but it took us too long to get down Damn there it. something I'm never going to get over right. yeah. yes. but, um, oh don't say that in front of him he's <laughs> much cuter than me <laughs> no, no way <laughs> I think it just would have been fun just would have been fun to see him. So but. you and Jake's dad are running around like Wayne and Garth. With the, yes. We get to go on the field. Yes, we're Hello. walking up to everybody like, where do we go? Where do we go? And finally we did find it you okay. know, before. But. Did, were you surprised at how easy it is for people to run out on the field during the game? As yeah, difficult, there, was, there was one yeah. dude that did it, right? As difficult yeah. as it was for you to exactly, find out to get yeah. out of the game. Out of I, the game. <laughs> one dude true. was on the other team. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that guy? Uh-uh. The dude who uh, he is was not active. Oh yeah, yeah. The he was an inactive either Peace Squad guy or inactive active guy yeah, for the, the Bengals. Hell? He yeah. cost him a penalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a big penalty. Yeah, yeah. unsportsmanlike conduct. He ran out into the end zone when they scored a touchdown. Yeah, he was celebrating with him. And you can't if you don't have pads on, you can't yeah. be on the field at all. He had flip flop. He was looking wearing Crocs yeah. and socks. Now he should have known that you knew that and oh. you were in pads. That's, so that's a right. tough look. Oh. Haley mentioned that the game was not decided until the end. Um, and I want to go back to that for a second because when you're on the sidelines, you don't really have the luxury of kind of like watching and saying, well, the defense will take care of it because you are, I assume, with the rest of your guys deciding, well, you're either going to have to, they're either going to kick or, well, I guess at that point, it was either score or you win. So maybe you weren't quite as focused on your next time out there. But a lot of times, the teams themselves aren't, it's not like Rising Knights, no. where everybody's on the sidelines watching. You special teams is off being coached yep. about what's coming up next. But at this point, there was not going to be any special teams need, right? No, not really. Once the offense started driving there in the fourth quarter, and as soon as they got that, there was a there was one fourth down where there was like it was like fourth and one. There was like two and a half minutes left, and we saw all our timeouts. There was one. There was a chance we might have punted. And that would have been the only time the special teams would have been yeah. been involved. But once we gave it to Cooper Cup on that jet sweep, he got the first first down. That was so cool. It was yeah. awesome. Great play. And, and at that point, you that is that when you put on the hat? Like no, you, no, no, no. Are no. you sure? No. <laughs> no. Uh, See, 
We're going to ask all the stupid questions. We'll take the bullet because we know there are other people out there wondering the exact same thing. Yeah, no, no chance. Uh, that that first down, it was huge, but there's still. I mean, we we're at the 50 yard line. Yeah. You, you got to drive and go score a touchdown. I so. know, but at that point, I'd be like, that'd be like I'm digging through the box for a hat that's my size. Uh, you, you can't know. do that. <laughs> well, and uh, and boy, you 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 had to just love that Aaron Donald. Uh, made the game-ending play um, because it, it was the big story for for us in you know what the media covered and what we saw because this is not our home market is this is the last thing on his checklist you were talking about the boxes that you have to check 100%. and he, and this was the one thing not for his season for his career, career without a doubt yeah he's uh, he's something really special like he's. To be around him the last three years, not only is he, I think, the greatest defensive football player to ever suit up, He, what he does and how he changes the game plan is unbelievable. But he's also like one of the hardest workers I've been around, good teammate, does everything the right way. So just for him to be able to make that play at the end, seal the deal, check that box, like that box is a Super Bowl champ, it's special. You're watching it on television, and... And I, you know, I'm not connected to the team. I was hoping that you would do well. I was kind of hoping for the Rams because I'm a Kurt Warner fan. And but when I saw that and the emotion, uh, he's a beast, and he was reduced to being a kid playing that game mm-hmm. for the love of the game. And he's walking around, t- look, t- pointing to his finger. I, I just, f- I welled up for him. It was such a moment for me. Watching the game as a guy who has nothing at stake. 100%. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And like you said, there's it was kind of a storybook ending for him, whether he comes back next year or not. No one really knows at this point, but... You didn't call him and say, "Hey, man, I uh, I really would like to see you." Well, you saw what he said in the in the parade conference. He said, "If we get everybody back, he's back." So it'll be interesting to see how free agency works out. But you think he meant you? No, I, <laughs> my cousin sent me that. He was like, "Oh, he's talking about you." I'm like, no chance. All right, here's something else. Your jersey number. Yep. I had people like, "What number is he? What number is he?" Did you know that the Rams on the Wikipedia page lists doesn't list you as number forty three? This is still thirty nine. Yeah, what's yeah. what is what's with that? I don't know. When uh, when I got sent home after camp, they brought in somebody else, gave him my number, um, which is okay. I was due for a, a change, so when I got brought back week three, uh, I chose forty three, or I was kind of given forty three and. I don't know. Maybe they don't update that page, but it it was tricky because some people thought I was still thirty nine. Yeah, and and I'm looking. I'm like, oh my god, he's not on the roster. Oh my god, why did we interview him? He's he played us. What is, yes. I was fooling you guys. Yes, oh but um, I don't know if you looked at Facebook, but like all the people from back here, all the Iowa fans, every time you could tell they're pausing their DVR. There he is. There yes, he is. Uh-huh. screenshot. Yeah, and there there was. Uh, a, a bunch of play, usually like a kickoff, or uh, and you're the first one in the end zone, and you you haul ass all the way down there, and they you know they're gonna take it out to the 25 or yeah, whatever. Touchback, yeah. So it's you know I'm like there it is. I, I, I know that guy. I put it up on, on Facebook. Um, did you hear the message uh, from Johnny Lujak? I did. Yeah, Johnny that was Lujak, awesome. Heisman Trophy winner. Um and your family and his fi- and their family are pretty tight. Yeah. Jake, this is John Luzak. I used to play football. 
He used to play. I used to play. He used football. to play football. Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> the, Don't the you oldest? love that though? Don't He's you love awesome. that? He's like, oh, I used to play football. No, I know Johnny. Like he needs to set <laughs> no, himself you, up. You don't need to introduce yourself to me. I right. know who you are. Completely unassuming, oldest living Heisman Trophy winner. Jake, this is John Lujak. I used to play football at Notre Dame, and you're playing in a big game tomorrow. And I wish you well, and I wish you nothing but the best of success for you and your team. It's a big opportunity for you, and I wish you the very best. I mean, what a special thing. You no, know? that's awesome. I mean, it's like uh, royalty reaching 100%. out to you. You know, what was uh, growing up around here, everybody knew the name, and uh, what what is the connection with your family and his family? Uh, I think my mom just knows their family through Crow Valley, okay. where my where my mom loves to play golf like four times a week. Yeah, I know. She, we interrupted her golf game a, a couple guess, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Every time, no matter when we call. She's golfing. It didn't matter. In the middle of my backswing. Yeah, but I think that that's the connection. And, you know, growing up at Crow Valley, every once in a while I would see him on his, his golf cart riding around and knew who he was. I, I met him a time or two and. You know, to get that video of the day of the game was something pretty special. Yeah, because he's played in big games, he knows what's happening. So that's got to translate in a way that your buddy's just going, "Hey man, go get him or whatever." It just doesn't. It doesn't have the same punch. Probably. No, it's a, it's a little different coming from yeah. you know, like you said, Quad City royalty, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, first kickoff coverage that you did. Were you a little amped? Uh, yeah, we were on kickoff return. It was actually crazy because like we were they sent us out there, and then. The TV or whatever, the timing Time wasn't right. So before the game, we're all staying on the field for three or four minutes because The Rock was going to give his like, oh, yeah. little pump up speech. And he actually, like, I purposely like tried to make eye contact with him. <laughs> he like made eye contact with me and gave me like a little fist bump. Yeah. Like, I was sitting there like, damn, that's The Rock. That's pretty sweet. So, even though we were out there for a while, he, and then he gave his little speech, and then, yeah, we. It was a touchback, which sucked, but it was... You're looking to hit... I mean, you're... I, yeah, you want to you want to go, and it would have been sweet if, you know, we were on kickoff, starting the game on defense, because yeah. then you hope, like, it's not a touchback. You start the game off, somebody runs down there and hits somebody and blows something up, but yeah. it was a touchback, a little anticlimactic, but... You know. Hey, you're there to do your job, and if the opportunity didn't allow it what what more can you do yeah, you're 100%. right there ready for it yeah um jake gervas his wife Haley, in the studio with us uh super bowl win- we i don't think we've ever talked to somebody who's won the super bowl not that it's changed you any you're still the same doofus from from davenport <laughs> as always which you is bet. cool um so when do you get the super bowl ring dwyer's like oh man i'm gonna put it on I'm like dude they haven't even measured his yeah. fingers yet Nah. so i i don't know for sure i know it's it's a while like it's next I would say next fall, like before camp, probably in the in the summer, maybe. But you, they measure, they took measurements the day after the game. After the game, okay, that was yeah. one of the things. We oh, were talking not before. About. No, 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 no. You're no, not that's... sitting in the locker room waiting to go, and no, they're like, "Hey, by the way." No, that's bad no. juju. Okay. You, right. We did it after. Is right. it just like in high school when they're doing the class rings? They're like, all right. Though this is the executive package. You could get as many diamonds as you like, Jay. <laughs> was there like a salesman there from Justin's? No, or they had. There was like four or five. You know. Men and women dressed up in fancy suits and dresses and stuff. And Ski they, masks on so they don't get sprayed with champagne. But, but all we had to do was uh, basically size your finger. They wrote your name, your size down, and then you walked away. So I think it's like chosen for you. I think the players get a certain tier and the coaches. Sure. I think there's different tiers that like the staff, it kind of works its way down. Right. But I don't know for sure. It'll and, be a couple months till we get it. And is the, it, 
I saw the picture with the championship for the uh, the division championship. You don't wear that. I'm a Super Bowl champ. Don't give me you know what I did to get here. Is there a ring that goes along with the NFC? Yeah. You so if you lose. You get an NFC Championship ring, but who wants to wear that thing? Nobody. So yeah, like, exactly. Like when the Ram, when the Rams lost in 2018 uh, to the Pats, they all got an NFC Championship ring. Where luckily we won, but yeah. like even if we lost, like yeah, it's cool you're NFC champs, but I don't necessarily want a ring for it. No. Like you yeah. came up short in the Super Bowl. As so. a Bears fan, I have a lot of NFC North t-shirts. <laughs> NFC North, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You're getting what you can. Hey, we had a winning record. Yeah, King, I don't care. King know? of the North. Yeah, right. All right, we got to take a break. Jake Gervas is here. His wife Haley's in the studio with us. If you want to uh, fire some questions at us, but I want to hear what it's like because you told us you wanted to go to this after party and you wanted, to, and I know I'm texting you trying not to bother. He's like, dude, I'm I'm coming home from Vegas. I got to pack up because we got to go to Mobile or wherever you were going. So, Austin. 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 <laughs> And I didn't. I don't know. I, Geography is awesome. I just figured they got, okay. We got to go from place to place to place to place. So we'll get into all of that when we come back. Haley is in here as well. You didn't want to be part of this. You were all nervous coming in. <laughs> Did no. he tell you that? Well, he's like, "Is it okay?" I'm like, "Of course." I've been his chauffeur. I have to drive him around. You don't need to put uh, put stand up for the women <laughs> listening. Hey, hey, Super Bowl champ, take the ring off. Let's go. Uh, Do the laundry. Shoot. Here's how you get out of doing the laundry, Jake. This worked for me. All the whites, you put them in the wash machine. Hottest water you can find. One red sock, drop it in. Oh, I, I, haven't, ball. I haven't touched laundry in 25 <laughs> years. That's smart play. You only got to do it once. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, there's a great question we got from a listener. Sure, your phone is blowing up. Bro, I, I remember you from the Pinewood Derby. I knew you, you were in the, <laughs> That was just Michaels. Yeah, that was just you. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you call? Specifically, a listener says, so did you reach out to Kirk Ferentz? Uh, so Coach had texted me before the game and texted me after the game. What so did he say? He just said, before the game, you know, good luck, a lot of hard work, perseverance, like, proud of you, enjoy it. A lot of affirmation stuff. Yeah. No, just, serious. No, yeah. just like a little bit, just saying like, you know, you deserve this opportunity, and then afterwards, like, congratulations, part of a special group, enjoy this. So no kidding. It's definitely pretty cool to, you know, get a text from Coach Ferentz like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Pat Angerer told us, he's like, you can invite him to come to your wedding, no matter how tight you were with him, he doesn't come. Because if he does for one, he has to do for everybody. So did he go to your wedding? Pat? No. No, no, not, not Pat. Oh, Coach. Kirk Ferentz? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Pat. No, I did invite him. They sent a nice gift. But yeah. he... What was the gift? What was it? What was it? Uh, what, what? Might have been a check, to be honest. Yeah! That's, That's all you need. <laughs> but no, obviously, uh, you know, like Pat said, if he goes to one, he's got to go to all, and he's he's got to put his foot down somewhere. Well, and smart to not invite Pat Anger to your wedding, because that dude... It would have been a riot. Just messes stuff up. <laughs> The linebackers, they're not good to have hey, anywhere. They, they're can't clumsy. trust them. No. R- Ricky Stanzi went to Pat Angerer's wedding. He had two dates. That was no. the craziest I'm, thing. I'm not surprised by that. I heard Stanzi's a savage. <laughs> Moving on from Ricky Stanzi. Anyway, anyway. Like Iowa so, has. So after the Super Bowl is over, um, there's some great pictures. Like you ran over to your mom, and there's a picture. I think, Haley, you might have taken it from the field looking up. And you could see your family, and then way up in the background, there's all these people trying to, you know, be part of that moment. That's pretty cool. So after it's all said and done, you shower, you listen to the speeches, you listen to your owner. 
What's with him? The owner of the Rams? I didn't I didn't even hear the speech. I was probably celebrating with her and uh, Mr. Cronky. <laughs> you can call him Mr. Is Goose is it is it double O A? Well that is just the talking to the that's just the presentation of, of them being handed. And, and I was just wondering more of your mindset in this moment when you hear that. But what he said was, man, call, how does it feel? He's like, oh, it's amazing. I'm excited. <laughs> Another inning fit for Hollywood. Congratulations. The Vince Lombardi Trophy is staying in Ram's house. World champs, baby! Oh, that's him, the coach. That's Sean, yeah. But but the owner, I'm like, does he know that he won? I mean, he, he didn't lose. Yeah, he won. He's a, he's a super key. super successful businessman and 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 guy who's had a lot of success in his life. So I'm sure it takes a lot for him to get get up and yeah, get going. But like, what if the Super Bowl trophy for him wasn't even like the biggest thing that happened to him that week? You know what I mean? For you, I mean, think about that's it. The he, he's the owner happened. of the LA yeah, Rams. He right. built he built that stadium by yeah. himself yeah. in a sense, like. Think about the success he's he's had in his Still his can't years. go to St. Louis and show his face, but you can. <laughs> so, okay, after it's all said and done, you're showered up, what happens? There's limos, there's bus, they yeah, take so, you where? Uh, so we celebrated on the field um, after, you know, that. Uh, it was something on the field you asked who called or who did I call. Yeah. I have five buddies that, you know, are my best friends since middle school, high school. We FaceTimed them on the field on Haley's phone, which was pretty cool. And then uh, a group of my cousins, the Argo clan, sure. um, FaceTimed them and talked to them. But after, you know, Haley, my dad, left the field, uh, walked into the locker room, and it was just a shit show. Like, it was music, champagne, cigars. So, like, we partied in there for probably a good hour, <laughs> hour and a half before yeah. we even thought about showering. And there's 52 guys plus whatever else is in there. And on the, that the team. The prince was in there. What, what was it? Prince Prince, prince Harry? Somebody oh, yeah, yeah. Prince Harry of, Harry, he of was England in the locker room? He was in our locker room. What did you say to him? Uh, I don't. I actually didn't see him. I saw pictures of him in okay. there. So but he was in the Who let the ginger room. in here? What is this, man? <laughs> so, so, but there's, throughout the season, there's guys you hang with, right? And yeah. guys you get to know and guys you respect and who respect you. But largely, you probably go somewhat unnoticed unless you screw up on special teams. 100%. You're, you're there to do your job. So are those the same guys you're partying with, or is it just like a free-for-all? It's a free-for-all. Everybody's got, everybody's got their phones out. You're throwing beer and champagne in the air. Dudes are smoking cigars. You're passing the trophy around. Music's blaring. It was nuts. Like We had a dance circle where dudes were in there you know, <laughs> dancing and going crazy. Coaches were in there. It was awesome. When was your first hands-on with the trophy? Uh, at some point in the locker room. Um, at some I, point. I think we passed it around. I it, it it I'd probably been in there dancing and going crazy for like 45 <laughs> minutes before I even saw it. Do you have any recollection of your impression of it when you grabbed it? Like, did you was it heavier than you thought? Is it shiny than you thought? Is it? It was it was just dirty because it was covered in kisses and beer and yeah. passing it around. But no, it was, I mean it's awesome. You think about it, it's something you always want to you know hold and sure to right. get get a picture with that and the cigars yeah. is sweet. Did you get emotional at all? No, because I'm probably you know three or four beers deep by that point. But <laughs> emotion, the, the emotion, yeah, the emotion's gone by then. But the, the emotional part was like you know when the clock hit zero. Yeah. yeah. After the initial shock, um, you know, hugged some guys, and then it kind of really sat like sunk in. Where yeah. it's like holy smoke. So I, I actually went and, like sat down on the bench just by myself and kind of just took it all Take in because it huh? it's. 
something special and it's so chaotic it you, you know it's kind of all going to be a blur so you want to have a moment where it's like sit down yeah. and enjoy this yeah jake gervas is uh, in the studio with us along with his wife haley recapping what happens after you win the super bowl now i saw the one picture the two of you are all dressed up you got a suit on haley's got a nice dress on where was that uh yeah so we had a, a team after party uh it was at like hawthorne airport so it was like 15 minutes from our hotel in Manhattan Beach is where our team stayed. It was basically like an airport hangar that they decked out. It had live music, four or five different bars, food, uh, like a cool Super Bowl sign we took a picture in front of. Uh, and each player, coach, staff member got six post-game party passes that you could use for your friends or family. Sure. And then I'm sure they, there was a bunch of people there I didn't even recognize or like didn't have connections to staff or coaches, so... They probably sold some of those to help pay that bar bill because you can't even imagine what that tallied up to. Did uh, Eminem show up? No, nah, he did not. Uh, I wish. Really? Yeah. It, we had like uh, Gunner. Gunner. Gunna. Gunna is a rapper. He was there. There's another band that we actually liked. I don't know who they were. But uh, no, we didn't get any of that. I thought we'd get one of the halftime performers. And we supposedly Nelly went to the Bengals one. He did? I guess. Yeah. The oh. Bengals got Nelly. Like. And they didn't win crap. They didn't, they didn't yeah. win. Come on. You would have thought we would have got Nelly or something, but no, it was, it was super fun. Did any guys on your team, I'm sure you saw the story of the player from the Bengals, who didn't go into the locker room at halftime. He stayed out to watch the show. They're Are you serious? The punter did. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Hey. Well, that's or normal because specialists stay out there during halftime. So I bet our I bet our specialists, our punter, long snapper, and kicker probably did the same thing. Okay, because what goes on at halftime? A bunch of rah-rah or you just... No, so the Super Bowl halftime is different because it's so much longer. Like Usually you're in there for 12 minutes for a normal game. Right. This one was like a half hour. So we came in, reset. Basically, you got to chill, relax in your locker for 10 minutes. Coaches come in, go over like the game plan, corrections, things they're seeing that we need to fix or clean up. And then we, since it's such a longer halftime, we did like a team warm up in there um, to kind of get the juices flowing and get reactivated before going back, back out for the second half. But all in all, was it pretty low key? Yeah, it's low key. Sub- you know, we're down at that point. Um, guys are just, you know, nobody's giving a rah rah speech, but it's like, you know, we're in the right place. Let's just go out there, play our football, and we'll take care of business. Right. Um, just so you know, uh, Snoop is coming to the Tax Slayer in Moline in April. If you guys wanted to rehook up, let's be great. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> right. You know, he'll probably call you on stage. You bring the Lombardi with you. I'm in. Okay. I watched that halftime show the next day, and it was awesome. crazy, huh? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, what about the parade? What was you know? Do, was anybody late? How do, how do they coordinate? You guys have been going nonstop, party after party. Okay, we got to be here at such... How did they coordinate that? Yeah, so uh, Super Bowl Sunday, party Sunday night. Monday was completely off. A lot of guys kept the party going. I, I tried to recover at home. <laughs> Tuesday was like our exit meeting, so we went in, did our physicals. I uh, had a team meeting really quick and then got out of there. Parade is Wednesday. Uh, you were basically only allowed to bring your significant other and kids, so uh-huh. it was just Haley and I. Um, and that was the same for a lot of my teammates, just them and their wives. We had to meet at our facility, which is like an hour north of L.A., uh, at 9.15 in the morning, bust us all down there, and then got on the on the buses. They were assigned buses. Everybody was there so and on time. a different bus for the parade than the one. Yeah, so you didn't so we, take like a rooftop bus no, from no, no. the facility? <laughs> no, that would have been, been, been dangerous. No, going down the, the, the 101, you don't want that. And uh, so the parade route 
from where you how how long was it? It was only like a mile long. Okay, obviously you're going pretty slow. I couldn't tell you where we started just because I don't know the area that well, but we ended at the Coliseum right. in Inglewood, which was our old stadium uh, my rookie year before we got to SoFi. And did they not know there were going to be a lot of people? They, did they, they should have ordered the large stage, not the medium. <laughs> was, was so, what was that? It was a tight little stage up there. I, I, I think people started like, I don't know if the wives were supposed to be up there to start. And then eventually we just started like pulling them up there to get up there and be with the team, but it was a tight little squeeze. Well, the deal with the photographer that I mean that was a big controversy. And what what did you hear about that? And I mean he took care of the medical bills, but I, it, I don't under did he know it was a photographer from the NFL? Did he think it was just a fan who jumped up on there? I couldn't tell you. I think that's a tough situation. You know, he's a couple beers deep. She drops off. He probably didn't know it was such a long fall. He points at his wife would take care of this. And, I, yeah, shit. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you what it, he was thinking. I couldn't tell you what I would do in that situation. It, it's it's not a, it's tough for anybody. You, you listen to her. She yeah, go, you would go check. Yeah. You'd look over the edge. You check, champion. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it is uh, uncharted it, territory it, for sure. It, it is. It is. I, and one of my buddies is like, you know, I think I might react the same way because when someone does something like that, you don't want to make them feel embarrassed. And I don't. I doubt he knew how far a drop it was. Because it was up a lot oh, higher, yeah. like ten spine in like four places or something. It was crazy. ten feet up in the air. And I don't know. Then they're bringing up, you know, the alderman who signed the bill to pave the exit ramp. All oh. these guys talking that nobody yeah. wants nobody to cares hear about, about. But every one of them, every yeah. single one of them, had a huge part to play in getting that stadium built. And that's all. This that's their Super Bowl too. Weird as it is, right? This is their moment to shine. Yeah. Some alderman that nobody cares about. I was booking my flights to Vegas at that time. So oh, okay. I, I okay. I was gonna. Was that fun being part of that thing? Because you you're not gonna grab the microphone and talk. No, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what was, who talked, what was being said. We were the main players. We were back, yeah. The, the it, captains and coach and everybody was, you know, doing that while the rest of us were still enjoying the the, yeah. the party on the stage. In a sense, are you signing autographs at that time or taking pictures or no? Did they it, keep it everybody was, back. It kept everybody back. It was pretty smooth. You got off the bus, uh, basically walked in. Through a blocked off area where the fans weren't, yeah. went straight onto the stage, um, and you're up on the stage. And from the stage, got once that all ended, people got back on the bus. People went to Ubers. People had private drivers. Me and my buddies hitchhiked the ride to ride to LAX. Yeah, it was you a, had to hitchhike. So in the hierarchy of travel. <laughs> In the hierarchy of tra- some, some I'm guys the, got on I'm, the bus. I'm far down the list. Other guys had their own drivers. Other guys were in Uber. And then there's this weird group of guys who are hitchhiking. Just gritty guys looking for a ride to LAX. I would not pick you up. I would not pick you up, man. We were in a tough area, too. Like we were in, like, the streets of Inglewood, California. And was that the end of the official team events? Or were yeah. there other things? Because I didn't know. You know, you're telling you were in... Vegas. I didn't. Oh, okay. I suppose they got to deal with the wind. Everybody's got to make an appearance, or yeah, so you just the, went. The the parade was at the end of you know L A Rams official celebration yeah. on Wednesday. Okay, um, just kept it going. I noticed uh, maybe you took a misstep off the rather tall stage. Uh, we got to take a break, but when we come back, we'll ask why 
Jake Travas is in a boot right now and came in on crutches. <laughs> I don't know if that was something that happened in the game, something that happened in the celebration. Maybe he got lift me no, with the I, misses. I can hold my I can hold my lift here. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. More with Jake Travas uh, when we come back. Now back to the Dwyer and Michaels Morning Show. Jake Gervas, Super Bowl champion from the L.A. Rams, is in the studio with us. His wife Haley was nice enough to come along. And also Super Bowl champion. That's right. <laughs> you bet. Um, if you go to twodorks.com, they were nice enough to share some of their pictures. What does it look like? What's the perspective from a player, from a family, when you win the Super Bowl? There's some really cool moments that you guys caught. And um, it's it's. It's something everybody hearing our voice will probably never, ever, ever experience other than through you guys. So, Or you're a kid listening to us right now. And you and got a chip in a chair. That's all you need. He's and, got a chance. And That's you right. know what? Right. Now, let's ask about this uh, This uh, crutches get-together. You showed up. You got crutches. You got a boot on. Is that a uh, is that an injury that happened uh, during the Super Bowl or shortly thereafter during the dancing with M&M? <laughs> no. Fortunately, it happened not while partying. It happened uh, actually in the Tampa Bay game, the divisional round. Okay. Uh, and- the first punt of the third quarter, I was in punt protection, blocked a, a big D lineman in the A-gap, and felt a pop in my foot. Knew something was, was off. They taped it up, got through that game. Uh, ended up, what, what do we say? Deferring? Yes. We deferred. Mm-hmm. I deferred to get an MRI because I didn't want to miss a chance of playing. And thought it was something I could kind of grit through and play through. Uh, got through the next practice sucked. The games sucked. But I was functional. I could play special teams. And then after the season, got an MRI the day after the Super Bowl. And turns out I had a, a torn ligament in my foot, a partial bone break, and a deep bone bruise. Uh, and so you just played got, in the Super Bowl banged up like that? Yeah, the 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 NFC Championship and the Super Bowl. It, was, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't fun, but, you know... The worst part was practice because you know you go out to practice, they don't give you the good medicine to make you feel good <laughs> right. for practice. Well, and you're also you don't have the the, the adrenaline, which also no. helps a lot. Oh, yeah, At so practice game, you're just like pfft. game day was like all right, I'd, you know every rep kind of sucked. I'd come up kind of hobbling a little bit, but then the pain would kind of subside between plays. But uh, I wasn't going to miss out on a chance to, you know, play an NFC Championship, play in the Super Bowl. Sure. And if it's something I could play through and, you know, be functional and help the team and not hurt the team, I was going to do everything I could to, to be out there. Now, um, you, you mentioned, uh, unless there's a kid listening right now, you know, you got a chance. Your football camp, I'm assuming that's, that's going to be on this summer. I wanted to make sure that we talked about that. Um Last summer, Rally for Reed, it was the first one, right? Yep, and, the inaugural. And you raised uh, six, over sixty-five thousand. Sixty-five. Tell us about the, uh, your charity and and the camp and how that all came about. Yep. So uh, last year we had our inaugural Rally for Reed football camp. It was in honor of Reed Gleason, who was a young kid I met at the UI Children's Hospital. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away. Uh, Would have been two Octobers ago. Um, and uh, we, I became pretty close with him and his mom and his family. Uh, we thought this this camp would be, you know, a great way to honor him and raise money for their Rally for Reed Foundation, which helps with pediatric cancer. And uh, raised sixty five thousand dollars last year. Uh, we've got, you know, we're actually announcing a date right here for the first time. We, Megan and I, picked a date. We're going to do June twenty fourth of this summer. 
Okay, that doesn't work for me. We do need you guys there. June twenty fourth. It's a Friday, so we're last weekend we missed uh, some kids due to like state baseball and travel baseball on the weekend. Okay, so we're gonna make the camp be on a Friday during the summer this this year, June twenty fourth. It'll be at Assumption in St. Vincent. Uh, shout out to Assumption and St. Ambrose for helping us out. And, you know, you hopefully some, it's going to be bigger and better. You had some big names who came back last year. You bet. Um, yeah. So you're going to call in all your markers now. I am. <laughs> I'm going I'm to hit, uh, hit some of the big dogs up this year. Um, whether they, they can come uh, or whether they can. I think we're going to try to do an auction as well. So hopefully, you know, I could get something signed by Kittle, Hawkinson, some of the, some of the awesome former Hawks that could help us out and, you know, raise a bunch of money, have a great day. And also, you know, get to teach young kids the importance of, you know, football and teamwork and fundamentals and all that good stuff. And stuff. these are pre-Super Bowl pricing levels, right? They, there's no... They, no the prices <laughs> didn't jump up, but... Uh, well, yeah, we'll, get in now. There's nothing, no guarantee what happens next summer. Um, that should be a uh, that should also that should be a sellout and also a big fundraiser. Let's get let's hit a hundred thousand. You know, I mean, come it's, on. I think it's feasible between you know adding an auction to it. Um, let's see if I can get some of the the bigger name, popular you know former Hawks NFL guys back there to coach that day. Well, no one's going to tell you no if, unless they're not available. It, you know, yeah, it's, and that's what's crazy. It's like you know, guys are you know NFL guys are so busy with. You know, you got OTAs and you get a small break before camp and then camp and the season such, you know, five, six months of a grind. It was just awesome to see how many guys were able and willing to come back last year, help out and be there for the day. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have a great turnout again coaching wise this year, um, this summer for camp number two. Did did I see a picture of you talking to Kittle after the game? Yep. Okay. Uh, after after that would have been after week seventeen. Okay. Uh, I didn't see him after the NFC Championship just because you know it, we were celebrating and uh, obviously he was he was not not <laughs> but it, coming up short of his goal and yeah. Uh, but yeah we had a cool little picture where we hugged talked after that NFC or after week seventeen where they beat us at home right going into the playoffs. Well, it's. I, I mean, you were teammates. Uh, you went through a lot with your time at Iowa. There's no reason. Any of that is undone by what happens no, not, in the NFL. So. Not at all. Yeah, if, if anything, it's probably made stronger because, like you said, getting from Division One into the NFL to begin with is something that a lot of the guys you played with for, with the Hawkeyes didn't even get that. Yeah, and so it's just. Uh, I mean, you're you're members of a club, hundred percent, and now you're a member of an even more exclusive club, and that's what the cl- that's what every guy who's playing football wants to be a member of, and so I I would think that kind of stuff. Uh, you can talk about stuff that other guys don't understand, and guys like me only see on NFL films. You know, when the guy's sixty-five years old, recalling what it was like to play against you know guys that they went to college with. So I, that's very cool. Yeah, definitely, it's awesome. I part of me was wishing uh, the Chiefs would have won against the Bengals because my best friend, college roommate, uh, stood up there at our wedding. Ben Neiman's on the Chiefs. Yeah, he's a special teams guy, and it would have been sweet to. You know, get to match up and play against him on special teams. Well, maybe he can come to your camp and work on nah, some of his, his deficiencies oh. this summer and, and uh, polish up and brush up. No, you know? Ben's probably not listening, but no, he's got no problem with that. He was he was there last year, and he actually, him and Parker Hesse had gotten a chance to meet Reed as well with you know some of the visits in the hospital and stuff. So uh, he'll definitely be at the camp this summer. Well, it's it's cool that you were doing this before you won the Super Bowl. You already had this in your heart, in your head, 
you know, you, you don't forget where you came from, and I think that that's a pretty that's a pretty cool thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you're given a platform to give back, and it's a relationship I, uh, you know, developed throughout college, and whether or not I made the NFL or not, and who knows, I may not make a team next year. You know, I'm I'm gonna be a bubble guy year in and year out, but if you get a chance to give back and, you know, honor Reed, raise money for his foundation, help families that, you know, were in the Gleason situation, help them, you know, any way you can financially, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been given this awesome platform and I've got great support, teammates, coaches, family that have been willing to sure. help out. It's, uh, it's well, definitely that, pretty cool. Well, that's the testament to you, who you are, your parents, how you were raised and, you know, uh, let's talk about the timeline a little bit. Foot injuries are they're they're difficult. Uh, what's your prognosis, and how what's your how do you think you're going to be in June? Yeah, so uh, luckily it could have been a much more serious injury. Um, long story short, if there was some separation at the joint, uh, it's called the Liz Frank injury, which that can be you know eight months, but also known as potentially career threatening really? with the okay. severity, but. Uh, mine actually wasn't that severe. There's no separation. They just put in a suture um, on crutches, non-weight bearing for two weeks, and then full full recovery, full go is like eight to ten weeks. So it's it's a two month thing. Should be good to go by the middle of OTAs and hit the ground running come camp. Cool. Um, non-weight bearing. <clears throat> Haley, what does that mean around the house? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, I, oh, I, he seems it. pretty tough here yeah. talking, but uh, is it is it difficult for you at the house? Don't even you know, get her started. With a, well, a patient oh, with we, such an injury? This when, is her time now, champ. Yes, this is my time to shine. Yeah. So, <laughs> Let's hear the hell of being married and sleeping with a Super Bowl champ. Well, when we moved out of L.A., he conveniently went to Vegas, and so I had to pack up the entire place. That was before he had surgery. Mm-hmm. And now we are moving to Austin, and we have our house in Iowa, so I am packing up our entire house in Iowa by myself. Poor Jake. Hey man. Yeah. For better or for Poor worse, Jake. it was right there in the words. I'm you, there, you, yeah. I'm, there the for entire, su- I'm supporting on the couch. I'm, the entire house. It, it is tough, but I gotta give a shout out to her. It's the whole house. I'm gonna have some buddies come over and help us move the boxes, but she is packing up our whole house by herself yeah. while I sit on the couch. How does that work? Where do you go to sign like a seasonal lease? Do they put you up? I mean, you don't buy a house or do for, it. For a dude like me, it's a nightmare because yeah. you don't know if you're gonna make the team. Obviously, I didn't make the team to start the season, so we were back here. We were back in Iowa, um, but when I got signed back there, signed a short-term lease. It was three months, yeah. Which even then's a risk because when they signed me back, they said, "Hey, you could be out of here in two weeks." You just don't know with injuries and the moving pieces. And uh, but signed a short-term lease. Luckily, stuck around. And after those three months, we just extended it month by month. Like, who are your neighbors? And like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... No, we were just in an apartment complex. Do you tell uh, any, or did they know? Hey, man, that guy for the Rams. Well, uh, one of our neighbors, one. one of our neighbors did. His name was Vance. He was a good dude. He uh, he lived above us. But other than that, we you know we met some people at the dog park and hanging out. But it's like I said, I'm not. I love I, the Midwest mentality yep. that stays because it's just it doesn't matter. You uh, just you L A is a good place to visit for you know six months a year, and hopefully I have a job and employed. But we're definitely. Uh, well, what's the cost of rent? Uh, you don't want to know. Uh, for like three months, four times my mortgage. R- no kidding. Oh yeah, it's. I was. We were in a one bedroom, one bath, and with utilities and everything, roughly 
three grand a month. One bedroom, one bath, three grand. But yeah. we're going to throw in, uh, it comes oh, with heat. Because of these these <laughs> yeah. LA winters, you heat, know. Heat in a dog park. <laughs> it certainly makes the story yeah. of you having to pack up the whole house a little less. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, Bye. a little less impactful. The house we have in Iowa City is a five bedroom. And oh, before okay. he left for LA the first time, he put it on Airbnb without telling me, and we did not have it furnished. So I had to furnish it in like approximately a I was, one week. I was maybe? unemployed and we needed some income. Yeah. So I threw the house on Airbnb and it so crushed luckily, it for Iowa games. Our parents helped us get it all furnished, <laughs> luckily. And I'm glad we did it, but that was also a lot of work. She's so. a keeper. That's all you got to know. I, I owe her a lot for yes. the, the sacrifices. My wife said, well, I don't want people eating off our silverware. This is our place. We got these people. <laughs> I put all of ours away. I agree, with, yeah. I agree okay. with your wife. Yes. Lock everything in the basement. Exactly. Put plastic on all of the furniture and the couches. <laughs> yeah. um, Shut up. Okay, back to my timeline question yep. now. Foot seems like it's going to be all right yep, for when you're hosting so. the camp, which is cool. Um, June 24th, you think there'll be a Super Bowl ring by then? Because what a cool auction item it would be to wear around Jake Gervas' <laughs> Super Bowl ring to pick up chicks. Oh, I would love to... <laughs> Raise money for Reed's Foundation, but I will be keeping that ring in a safe Selfish. somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. To, well, when do you even get it? I got it, it on my know? toe. Is it, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be a couple months. I, I don't know. I From what I heard, it's you know next summer, so it could be June or it could be uh, next before ooh. camp next year. I, I couldn't tell you. Are you guys going to the White House? Because usually that's a thing. I couldn't tell you. On that. I haven't heard anything. I, I would assume at some point they extend a, an invite, but yeah. I, <laughs> that's nothing I have heard or talked about with. They got your number. Yeah, they got your number. Let me know. Right. Um, I I know we got to go. Yeah, this hour flew by. Uh, okay. Now, so Jake does not have a Super Bowl ring, but I got to tell you, he's Super Bowl blinged out because he's got this really cool L.A. Rams Super Bowl, whatever number that is, fifty six, uh, breezer or jersey on. Uh, but it doesn't say champs. It just says Super Bowl. No, this is the this is the pregame like warm up. Okay, shirt so that's before the game, but. But the Bengals players also, right? They do. So yeah. now, do you have anything that says you're a Super Bowl champ on it? Yeah, we got we got the hat and T-shirt from the celebration on the field. Anything uh, with your name and Super Bowl champ? On yeah, this is like playing a golf uh, tournament, man. I don't know. I the, no. I guess the jersey, swag is you coming. Got I got the jersey. With your patch. That will be. Do you I'm get to keep that. those? Yeah, you get to keep that. Okay. And That's have cool. you have you heard from the NFL with regard to what you can can you say Super Bowl champion? Jake Gervas hosting uh, the Rally for Reed football camp. Hundred percent. Really? We'll have, a couple, have you asked? We yeah. got a couple Super Bowl champs in that, that, right, that coaching you, crew. Yeah. Right. You guys a big game winner. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I think we got we got myself now. Yeah, Ben Neiman, Tristan, Tristan, yeah. and then Anthony Nelson will hopefully be able to make wow. it. So I'll be four. All right. We, we, then we yeah. got some dudes. And uh, Michaels will be there as a live and tackling. We'll, yeah. And we'll have you guys on the charge of wind sprints. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing this with with us uh they gave us a bunch of pictures that they took post super bowl from what it's like on the field the parade the parties prince harry was in your locker room <laughs> yeah that guy hasn't physically exerted himself ever i don't know his connection but he was in there partying with us it's crazy all right hey man thanks for coming in uh, keep us posted on the football camp when registrations are ready. Uh, you're going to be in for Pinewood Derby? You bet. All right. Round brother. three. Round three. Come back for my title. Right. Jake Gervas, <laughs> Super Bowl champ, and his wife Haley. Thanks for coming in, you guys. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for having us.